game it out a million times. I never want to go hiking. Guys. Guys. We're doing, we keep talking about the New York Times a couple years ago, the failing New York Times. By the way, somebody made Real. t-shirts, the failing New York Times, so in funny. the same logo, and I wanna, it's I wanna... so it's such a great joke, and I should have bought the... I don't know who made it, but it, it like the quality wasn't good. <laughs> they're not um, good. They're, they're not like, meant for yeah, quality, right? Yeah. It's like, ah, guy, if you... This is a great joke. You put this on a nice fabric, print life is print money. If I find good ones, can I buy them for us? Yeah. We'll wear them on the show. Yeah, the failing New York Times. <laughs> failing New York Times. Um, Okay, so they had a thing which was 36 questions that will make you and a another person fall in love. Uh-oh. And for years, well, a year and change, 69 <laughs> episodes. Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> 69, <laughs> 69, hot. Uh, this is episode 70. Um, so we're going to do the questionnaire, 36 questions, and... We're going to fall in love. So say goodbye to the old Neil and the old Bianca. It's happening. Goodbye, everybody. Ladies, if you're opining, <laughs> it's just, you're just, I'm Missed relegating you to a fan. Maybe side chick. You'll get side chick. He's mine now, ladies. <laughs> because, Back off. Um, Bianca, before we went on the air, said that cheating is not, it's a long story. Yeah, um, and everyone would agree with me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's for a different time. Um, <laughs> okay. There are three sets of questions. Um, and uh, let us begin. Okay. Number one. Set one, number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Uh, let's go living or dead. Oh, yeah, I thought living or dead. You go first. I'm going to go first. I've thought about this. It's always the three people. But the problem with three people is you have to worry about chemistry. Yeah. And diets. And then you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you get Benjamin Franklin, he wants to eat like, do you have any fish stew? And you're like, dog. Yeah. Turtle, no one, <laughs> please. Turtle. No, one, no one's eating turtle. Like, I'm not doing that shit. So let's assume we're eating Crossroads. Or oh, Sage God. Vegan give Bistro. Some, give some because, meat. Because I'm welcome to the future, gents. My guest. This is based on... I don't need him to or her to care about me. I just want to hear the person talk in person. Fuck, this is hard. Oh, I thought you... No, I know. I, I, like... I thought I, I... James Baldwin. Oh. James Baldwin. Because... My favorite thing about James Baldwin is if he were white, he would talk like Hannibal Lecter. He's black Hannibal Lecter and he eats white people right, for with a nice white people. He's like, I can't even do Well, I well, don't I, know. I, I, um, how long is it going to take? Yeah. For you? How long? How long we? do I have to wait for your progress? Yes. It's like. Ah, yeah, it's fucking it. amazing. It's like Mooney. It's Mooney. He's Mooney. He's less sassy mooney yeah he's and he's so fucking smart it's dizzying 
But the, I thought of Malcolm X at the same time. I thought someone either like from the civil rights movement or the Harlem Renaissance. Mm -hmm. I was like, it, it's somebody in there. And I thought about it and I looked, I'm like, I can't choose. Cause of course I want to choose James Baldwin, but I think he also has these great clips, you know, these great sound bites just based on like where he was in mm -hmm. his life. And I feel like there is still those figures in those two eras. There's, I feel like there's a lot of comparable, like, um, really passionate speakers, really compelling speakers like him. Not a lot, but he really sticks out, obviously, because he's great. But I, I don't know. It has to be someone from... You haven't picked anybody. I can't. I, I can't. Because I was looking... I said I was looking up, just reminding myself of all the figures in the Harlem Renaissance. I'm like, fuck, like Langston Hughes. Like, like all these people. I'm like, I would want... I can't choose... This is going to make me not fall in love with you. That's okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, so... <laughs> We learned mine's James Baldwin, Bianca's is a one of one hundred people. <laughs> and she doesn't wanna offend any of them even though they're all dead. And she doesn't wanna get Shut this up. is why I, I, women I are impossible <laughs> because you cannot make a decision. I just not that one. It's like oh. You're gonna you have to make a decision. Okay, we can't that move I, on. No, you have no, to make a decision. Up. Make a Good decision. Legs. No, I don't know. Any, like, literally anybody. Langston Hughes. There we go. Okay, great. Number two. Would you like to be famous? In what way? I would like to be a famous comedian. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll get there. One day I will get there. I'm not unknown. I, I don't know what I am. I, I don't think I... I don't know what I am, and I don't think I ever will. You're... You're... You're a little, you're weird because you're kind of inside baseball comic, mm -hmm. but then a lot of people know you yeah. that don't even fuck with comedy. Yes. Like heavy, more Chappelle show. Yeah. And um, a lot of people don't know that you wrote Half-Baked. Because I was like, oh yeah, you wrote Half-Baked. You wrote Half-Baked? Like, yes, he did. It's starting to feel Herc like another life. Herc what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're old. Like, I used to brag about it. And now, like, I was talking to yeah, a bunch you... of girls last night. And they were all stoned. And I was going to go like, you know. And then I was like, I don't even fucking care. You eat trash half big. I know. I to, it's also, I had to get you to untrash I don't feel like. Um, I, I just don't. I don't know. There's shit in it that I like. But mo whatever. It's, it's like a worse. It's just a. Shitty, it's good. shitty, Don't shitty say first shitty. draft. It's of very good. But thing of, of Chappelle show. It's very good. Um, yes, I don't. Now, having said that, I don't think my life would get better by being famous. I would be busier. I would be more, have more cachet. But the people that you want cachet with, I have it with. Right. The Dominicans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there's no, I don't know, like eh, eh, money. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. I don't. The money wouldn't make a difference. This isn't say rich and famous. This just right, but famous. I'm saying why famous? Would you like to be famous? I think I'm richer than I am famous. Yeah, you have hell of money. I get you. Th you think you would think? I'm deduced. Yeah. Um. I don't. I know that it's corrosive for your character. So in yeah. closing, yes, I would like to be famous. <laughs> okay. I would like to be a guy who does theaters all the time. Yeah. 
I would like to be Sebastian Burr that in that yeah, category. In um, and again, the more the Delias and the Louis get disqualified, <laughs> it's Mario Kart, and he slipped on a banana. They keep slipping on banana. Is it banana peels or coconut shells? Banana peels. Great, thank you. Um, I would like. Let's see. I don't know because yeah, to a certain degree, of course, like we do this show, it's nice to be known. So yes, but. I guess it's like defined being famous because there's a lot of famous people that just do their thing and are famous for the job they do in this industry. And then there's people who go out of their way to like go to the Ivy and be famous. So I wouldn't want that. I think that's weird and that's a weird sleeping bear that once you awake, you you have You're no talking about like tab, TMZ, tabloid. Well, some people really do want to be. Instagram. Like just famed, known at any cost, just known, have yes. their billings be higher at all costs. I don't want that. I want to make all of my money through entertainment. I would, that's Do like Do you my... like the fame that you get from doing this? Do you like the recognition? Whatever you, how would you even just describe it? I do, but I, it's not, it's a little like... I um I, I like it, of course, in certain ways. You know, people want to be recognized and like, oh, hey, Binky, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, uh, it feels like you have more of a target and I and no one even fucking knows me, really. So mm-hmm. if I feel like a little heat right now, most of it's very good heat. But heat is heat, baby. And when the heat is um, bad faith and just, doesn't like like kind of just doesn't like you and and i feel like i go out of me i don't really read the comments i don't really care i i don't really need to get into it with people if you think i suck that's fine it's not like my job to be like let me show you i'm cool yeah but that can be a little toxic stressful so um i would need the fame and the money it need to be worth it you know what i mean like if you're making a lot of money it's like say what you want i have a hundred million dollars but the people who are just famous and like not really monetarily, oh, I feel like a, what? That's worst. a nightmare. Yeah. What are you doing? So you have all They're this... not doing any. It just happened to them. Yeah. They so don't... That's, that's a, to me, that's a nightmare. So I would like to be known for shit as that I'm doing for a job. I don't want to just be like famous, like follow me and like But what do you famous. make of the heat? You, the heat and the toxic attention i think that comes with it so you can't if you want it that comes with it but i think you can mitigate it so that if you don't feed into it a little bit if you don't like if you want if ego wise you want to be famous it's all ego but if you're like i want that attention i want to be recognized when i go play all that all the amenities famous i think that comes with way more heat i don't want that heat i don't want the heat so you might not want to be famous no, I like to be, but I think you could be famous for doing something and not just You're famous. still going to get the heat, though. You know, the, I, I understand that. I said the heat for being famous is fine, but the heat for being just like, if you On want to. On season nine of. No, 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 no. Road I mean, rules? No. <laughs> Theo? Uh, no, if you uh, want to be recognized when you go into place and have people kind of kiss your ass all over the place, that feeding your ego thing, that like extra uh-huh. level i think that just comes with a lot more heat you or like comparable people can just be famous for a thing 
and go about their day. You don't need a lot of ass kissing. You don't need people to da da da. But when you do work, you're respected. I think that is ideal. Yeah. I don't need it to be like people running up to me type shit. Because I think I that comes with story about, Did I tell the story about Ron and Farrow and yeah, which yeah. one? The, John Lovett when they I saw him at a restaurant. No, John Lovett. John Lovett and Ronan couple. I think I think no 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 Mary. Um, and John Lovett. Not. Hey, not oh. the liar. The John Lovett, who's a speechwriter for Obama, and he okay. he does Pots of America. But hey. they, when Pots of America first started to get popular, I saw him and Ronan at a bar at, at Crossroads, and they looked had like a weird look in the face. I go, "What's going on?" They go, "The bartender just gave us drinks. Like what? What? This never happened before. Like what do we do?" Because Ronan was starting to get known for his articles. Mm. And what do we I, do? Drink him. No, I go, oh, here's the thing. You got to tip them, and here's the bad news. It will end up costing you more than it would have if you had just paid. Just pay. But you can't say, I just, I'll just i just pay, because you still, once they, you. so there's shit like that that's not, that's like the kind of the funny one. The that's bad funny. one is like, the fuck like you. The like gunning you're, yeah, for you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. You're canceled. You're a bitch. Um. <laughs> uh okay okay so fame yes from neil yeah qualified yes from berzinki (laughs) um hard to get a straight answer bianca will not fold under question it's like the first 48 and she don't know (laughs) that motherfucker i never seen him this is a good question number three before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're going to say why never I read this and I'm like, who the fuck does that? I, first of all, since I started listening to the effective communication class, I'm on, I'm on go around number two now, Mm -hmm. listening to it for the second time. Uh, You hear new things every, every time. Um, Yeah, I, I think, I think about it a lot. And then there are times where when I don't think about it, I'm like, fuck, dude, you needed, I, I want to get into the practice of, of when I have a phone call. Anytime I have an interaction with someone, I want to freeze time and go, you, 93% of communication is tone and facial expressions. That's the, that's the statistic. 7% of it is words. Now, mm. I had it flipped. No wonder why I, I no, never yes. have bad conversations. Yes. I thought it's all words, all lyrics, bars, 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 but no. It's all beat and melody. It's fucking... Has nothing to do with 100%. what you said. That's a, I can like I should be a hostage crisis man. Like I can de de um what is it de like escalate de escalate a yeah. conversation really like if I see it I'm like oh this is not going well like just especially with strangers or like something where you're like oh this person's energy like that you took it this way it's this way yeah. it's those kind of. That's all tone. That's all sing. That's yeah. lullaby. Yeah. And good night, fall asleep, little baby. Yep. So it really is mostly that. How have you? Have you been? I. It's hit or miss. Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I make a concerted effort, and really. But then, like you guys are coming over, and I'm in the shower, and then I don't, and then I'm Will's doing shit with the lights, and you're, and then I'm like, yeah, I get a little shitty, yeah, a little and skinny. then. I think I'm being, I think I'm, and then I'm like, no, this is not good tone, good face. No. Uh, you know what the, the, the um, acronym is? FAT. 
face and tone, but because I'm fat phobic, I've gone with taff, tone and face. <laughs> now, the second question, the second question is, I used to, this is where the codependency comes in. Okay. I would get so lost. I was so lost in some of my codependent relationships that when I had a phone call planned or scheduled or whatever, we're going to talk tomorrow, whatever, I would have a index card with my the things I wanted to say before I started. What do you mean? Like if it was in a relationship? Like yeah, if it, it was, was like in a relationship talks? with, yeah, if it was like not a kind of a talk, like a big talk. Yeah. Um, but well, that's good. No, that's fine. Yeah. But that's, so that's what I mean. Like there are times where I have in my life very much been good at it. Used it as a tool because I don't want to forget. It's important that I remember this and it's important that I discuss this on this call. It's funny because, um, when I realized when I was young in high school and junior high, my friends, my friend circle that I was with, we were regular kids. But whenever we had a problem with each other, I would say like once every month and a half, we'd all sit down at a table. We all had a binder paper of lists that we needed of grievances we needed to air. And we would, it would be a long all night. All girls. And we would air it out. And they were funny. I found one when I was home the other day and it was like, you stole my, you took my light, you borrowed my lighter. And you didn't give it back. You do that a lot. That was my purple lighter. It was like the dumbest shit. But it didn't matter what we were saying. It, I really think that working through it with your friends and having to say, we said the dumbest shit. It's like, you brag that you were in Brad's car. <laughs> it was so stupid. I got to say. It's really adult. I and can't cool. think of a, of a friend group or work group that wouldn't benefit from that. It was immensely valuable. Yeah. And I... Because I can do it there when your hormones are raging and you're really emotional and most kids don't even know how to talk about their feelings because we would, and they would be rough. Like some people would just get like a pile on if people were not behaving I, well. I had a girlfriend who said that they used to do lemon squeezes, which is that but meaner. What's lemon squeezes? They would pick a girl and they would basically squeeze a, proverbially squeeze a lemon, emotionally squeeze a lemon on her burns. <laughs> Like a lemon squeeze, like we're gonna fucking dip you in acid. We're gonna well, fire citric doing? acid you. We would they would just shit on her. They would like oh, criticize didn't... her. No, that's not what we did at all. No, I, I get that. This oh. was like the mean girl version of that. Yours sounds constructive. Ours and... is just like, hey, I have an issue with you. Yeah. It's building. Can we talk about it? And then it's like, let's all just talk, let's air it out. Yeah. And we did it so often that it was nobody took it personal. Like once we talked about it, we like forgot. And we would let it people go. get Adjust? defensive or they would be like interesting yeah. no the defensive but really like okay well i didn't know i was doing that like it wasn't like what fuck you like it was just calm cool yeah. collected and then everybody would improve a degree or two but everybody always improved after. did you ever say like you're getting written up <laughs> no you haven't heard the last i this. can imagine if this was you and See your friends meeting, bitch. <laughs> See the meeting. you want to do this now or should like, we wait you'll be like writing it down <laughs> Um, but no, I don't do that with phone calls because I feel like I've, I have really good communication skills to get through hard conversations. So I kind of, I think I have the, the, like the luck of being able to just wing it yeah. and go based on like, oh, how are we doing now? Oh, it's risen. Okay. Da, da, da. Like I can figure the temperature out as we go. You know what I mean? 
I read a book about anger once and they said part of people, people like me who are prone to anger quickly, it's part of the reason is because I'm growing up and even in the world, I've never seen a conflict de-escalate peacefully. Like I've never seen it modeling my parents. It was just like, my dad was such a narcissist. He had to win. So my mom was, uh, right. so, and he would scream, 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 scream. We're all kids. Uh, so I've never seen something handled amicably. It's all force. And you can tell, you can, you've I mean, you seen can it. Tell, but also I, a lot of people have your same experience. The amount of times I've had conversations, let's say with exes and, I'm like, this doesn't need to yeah, be a fight but at he's all. never seen yeah, a peaceful art. He's never seen two people just work through want it. to solve it. Let's just work through this. And then I remember one dude was like, oh, okay. Like that actually felt good. Like it felt there's resolution. Yeah. We can, I was like, yeah, the day doesn't have to be ruined. We yeah. can move on. And it, it and after talking about it. <laughs> Uh, that's actually really uh, funny. Yeah, it's it, that was in a book. Uh, there's a really good book about anger. That was my original. That was the uh, effective communication okay, I'm skills from two years ago. Yeah. What would constitute a perfect day for you? It's a great question. I know. Uh, I would wake up. I would wake up earlier than I normally wake up because I would like Same. to wake up early. Same. But. I my body doesn't want to, but I always enjoy being up early. Same. But I just my body no, my doesn't, body's like is like that's not who we are. Um, get up earlier than I would like, than I normally do. I would eat my fruit. Wow, this is great. Day. <laughs> I would uh, so right there. Perfect. Um, eat my fruits. Have a good idea for something. Mm sketch joke thing for dying what some good idea write a joke exercise in the iron paradise mm. behind me that you can't mm -hmm. see mm -hmm. um and uh sex come some kind of sex <laughs> that's very selfish completely selfish like straight up like i'm on the phone and and i get a blowjob <laughs> how about that why i don't know easier it's easier it appeals to my ego and most male sex fantasies are about ego they're not yeah. about connection at all it's more about like nine chicks Right. And they got it's inconvenient for them, right. and they're fucking fighting each other to get at my cock. Um, so that, and then a nice dinner, and stand up. Oh, that's and so then good. ice cream. Oh, ice cream, of course. Ice yeah. cream. Mine would be get up earlier than usual. Mm -hmm. When I get up early, I feel like I entered a whole new world. Mm -hmm. Like ah. <gasps> Human beings are doing this yeah. at this time of the world. Uh, so get up earlier, exercise immediately, feel good. Um, I don't know. It would be a cool, 85 degrees with breeze, 
warm breeze. I'm very sensitive to weather. Uh, after that, it could be like a jumble of like, I don't know, meeting up with friends because I like hanging out with my friends. I would like to add that I would I would like to put in a long phone call with an interesting, funny person. Like a one to two hour phone call somewhere. That's funny. Because I was like, I want to put in a really long conversation yeah. in person. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't You're like, we can Um, And then friends, good phone call. Just get a, just receive. Sorry, no, it's not good phone call. Good conversation. But I would like to receive a phone call of like good news. Mm-hmm. A good news phone call. Just a good news work phone call. Uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like a good news work phone call. That's about work in the future. That is, you you, you got don't it. have to do today. You don't have to do it now. <laughs> you got it. You got right. the job. I've we're gonna send a, a gig. A, we're gonna send money now. Send money. The money. The checks. The checks. The being checks at your door. Ding dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Um, Perfect day. So, Perfect day. Sorry, I'm getting my dick stuck on the phone. Perfect day. So then. Uh, Lots of so then a a section for very good sex mm-hmm. that is not like yours. I don't Mm-mm. want someone going down on me while I'm on the phone. <laughs> um, Suit yourself. <laughs> I was trying to take your phone call to the next level. No, I don't I'll, want look, it. Look, I'll leave you ladies alone. No, I want to lie there and hang out. Not just lie there. First of all, <laughs> somebody uh, made the. I won't say who made an observation that women's the requirements for women to be good and bad. Most of what you're doing is lying there or. Standing there, there is, but guys are you gotta work it. No, you guys are doing. You guys are doing. We are are doing yard work. That's why I'm happy. Like, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) No, I don't want to say that. Um, (laughs) I cracked myself up. Uh, uh, what was he saying? Okay, good sex. Then go to dinner because I don't like having sex when I'm full. Interesting. Um, and then just go to like a bomb ass. Like Japanese sushi, seafood mixed with Japanese beef, Wagyu, like five grade, A5 Wagyu, boom. And then um, just like uh, just it, the night, warm night, hang out outside, have a nightcap, go to bed. Oh, that would be so nice. Yeah, great. I feel like ours are doable. Uh I would like to throw in a, like a new documentary after ice cream, like a Errol Morris or right. a Adam Curtis mm. or a Ezra Edelman, if he ever makes another one. Yeah. Um, so great day, guys. <sighs> Number four. Number four. Great day. Five. When did you last sing to yourself? When did you last sing to someone else? I feel like we sing just before we recorded this. Yes. I was singing, singing my thing. Something. I was singing. You were singing something. I was singing. What were you singing? James Blake sent me a new song. Or he, I saw him and his lovely living lady. (laughs) Chambermaid. Chambermaid, his uh, countess. (laughs) Chambermaid. Uh, And and he gave me a new song. And it's fucking amazing. Uh Uh-huh. And and then I sang it. So I just, I listened to it on repeat. And sang it, and the last time I sang to somebody else was I was dropping off weights at their house, and because you I had I have an ex girlfriend was yoga three five pound weights, so I had a bunch of three and five pound weights. 
Jamila happened to ask me about them. And um, when I, so I brought them over and James hit the door and I happened to be singing his song. That's <laughs> but I but I it's one of my favorite things to do is but, singing singing someone's song to them. Oh, that's funny. I love singing Green Lights, John Legend. That's only a that's a sentence only someone with yeah, famous I know, friends can I know, say. I know. It's I love so singing douchey. people's songs it's to so their douchey, faces. But the reason I do it is because it's so fucking yeah yeah it's just dumb. reality check. The here's a good one. Everyone's famous, so don't worry. I'm not named. I'm not. Go ahead. This is bef- like maybe Chappelle show just started, and me and Dave went to a Nick game, and so it wasn't like the hottest shit in the world. Um, we're on the elevator, and Jay Z and and Dame Dash get on, and some we're just shit talking, and Jay's like, "I'm making another record. I'm I'm work, man. I work." And Dave goes, "Rocket Belly, y'all." <laughs> It's just a fucking very funny. Did everybody laugh? Not really. That's, That's the great hilarious. thing. The great thing is it's they didn't funnier. even realize how how like like deep inside funny. this joke was. It's, it's so like, and like they're so down. beyond. They do it for real, right? And he's like, and he was doing it like irony. Like I don't even know. That's I'd, hilarious. Yeah, like just he like, meant it, but no, also, but it's also like, like let's do the thing you love to do, <laughs> your favorite thing. Uh, yeah. I last night saying to myself was today I was singing. I think it's Diane Reeves' best "Better Days." It's a song to her grandma. Mm. It's so goddamn good. She uh, was in the Supremes. No, I don't. Know. She was the Kelly Rowland of, of to, to 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 uh, to 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 Beyonce Ross. Uh, I'm not sure actually, but she's I, great though. She's great. And I just love um, 80s R&B. I love yeah. all R&B, but yes. like that 80s that's really kind of cheesy. Da, 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 A ballad da, like da, da, Luther Vandross. Yeah, like I just love really cheesy R&B. That instrument so- palette does nothing for me. I know. It's, just, it's like a little elevator music-y. But it's, dude, dude, there's so many good... I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a mini playlist. Listen to I I won't I won't. Well, you you won't, I just won't. You don't like it? No, I just really don't. I it does like it sound. just bounces right <laughs> off me. Like soul music, I could listen to fucking like I can no, no, listen this is to strictly to Isaac simpy. Hayes that yeah. that palette like Curtis Mayfield like the fucking Stax record fucking and if you just said you have to listen for the rest of your life, nothing else would be like okay yeah. But no. that I would kill myself. It's like really synthy. They're like it's so cheesy and a lot of echo and <laughs> yeah, with like, you. Congratulations! Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's funny too because I, was, I always have like these weird '80s R&B playlists on YouTube. I make and the the videos are so bad. It's like ah, an old friend passed me by, and then like it's just narrating. The the videos yes. in the eighties were just what was what happening. What happened in the song? In the song at that. Let's moment. shoot it. <laughs> it's I so was at good. the beach. You know we're shooting this. The at fucking the beach. beach. It's so funny. And um, it's gonna be. You're gonna be walking to my, by yourself with a dog. Sing to someone else was happy birthday last week. I sang to my friend. Wonderful.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Got it. Uh, would I rather have the mind? So if I were if I were 85, would I want the body of a 30-year-old and the mind of a 30-year-old? Or would I want the body of an 85 year old and the mind of an 85 year old no it's saying like at 30 would you want to keep if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain the mind or body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years yeah so So at 30 you you have to decide yeah what you want am i going to age in body or or age age in in mind? mind yeah i would keep body what i already have an old mind i have i do a podcast and there's a segment called Neil's old man phrases. Now, Will probably won't play it because why would he do that? Boom. See where wow, sarcasm will get you? And shaming, that's the fat shaming. face and tone system at work. <laughs> I often fall short, guys. Hooked on fat. When you've been a sarcastic prick for 46 years, it's hard to just it's really hard to turn a that month off. turn it around. <laughs> Especially Try when harder, it, it, it really served you in a lot of ways. It's, it got me a nice house being a sarcastic well, prick. Okay, what if Will jumps off the third floor of this of this house? Uh, we got to... Uh, I think he'd live. <laughs> <laughs> there is... Oh, yeah, there's so... a way to... I think he'd live. There's avocado <laughs> trees on one. He'd do it. There's a pond on that side. Koi pond. Um, yeah, you know what? I thought the other way, but... You're making a lot of sense because your mind like <sighs> my 30 year old mind was capable of learning i don't I, I don't think my i would still read in some ways i feel like my mind is stuck on a 10 year old's mind in in some ways yeah no i i think you're right i think body is the way right way to go because you still it's not like you're uh like got a lobotomy you still yes you still have a fine and mind. also people hate old people cuz they look old they look ir- they look like they're on they're close to death yeah it's like ugh, how did your like stomach they have get so no they don't get any respect it's all vanity it's fucking i know and it's so fucked up because everyone in america ages. i think it's different yeah, in but other it, but, places but we all age yeah oh in france that was why i loved france uh everyone is sexy yeah a 50 year old sexy french lady is going to get hit on and looked at the same way a young girl. There's same with like, Italy. Yeah, Italy. They're just big they're sunglasses. Out. Bitches on fifty year old bitches on on mopeds with sunglasses. Forget it. <laughs> Shut it down. Menopause. Menopause. Have you been to Italy? Well, I've been to so. Italy a lot actually. Why? I dated a girl who lived in Rome for a second. How long did you date her? I, it was sort of casual, but, but I went. think I went two or three times. That's a lot. Yeah, I think I, me and Dave went one time. For like a month, a week, did shrooms in Rome. Was that the like few years ago when you guys were in? No, Europe? this was like years 15 ago. years ago 
during Chappelle's show we went? I have only been to Sardinia. How you like? Well, I saw Rihanna, so. That's, that's kind of worth it. Pretty cool. Why? Where was she? She was at this, like, it was like a vote party thing. Great. So. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Thanks. So, old people, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but if you had a better body, you wouldn't have this problem. This is interesting. What is it? Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Yes. Do you really? So here's the weird thing about old Binky. It's why she likes spooky stuff. So you're not, you don't believe in any of this bull honky, but I've always, okay, I've always had a weird feeling about myself. This is going to scare people. I've always had a weird feeling about myself. I couldn't tell if this is how I will die or how I died in a past life, but I always, no, it was very violent and not very good. It was, but I can't tell if I was also a bad person. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like very hard to discern what the feeling is. But whenever I watch something about someone being kidnapped or someone being held captive and not able to get out, like by someone else, I get the weirdest feeling. It's like this, it's like nostalgia mixed with yearning. Deja vu. And um, it's not, it's something weird. And so I've always thought like that might happen to me. I can't tell what I'm picking up. And then there's a thing in astrology, get ready, buckle your seatbelt, called the North Node. And the North Node is the position of the North Pole when you're born. And that tells you two things because there's it's a it has two positions right so it tells you what happened to you in your past life and what your purpose is in this life and you know that you can that's more hocus pocus to me like I don't I'm like my purpose come on but I was reading it my friends really into astrology I'm like north node the fuck is north node and mine was like it was like you were either a murderer in a past life where you were murdered in a past life. And when it said that, and I've always felt this way, and when it said that, it, it really did freak me out. So I'm choosing to feel, like the thought, the, the feelings that I feel like, oh, am I gonna be met with like an untimely end in like a violent way? I think they're past life shit coming on. But you have to believe in that. You have to believe in a bunch of shit to feel that, which I do. I'm reminded of a joke by... <laughs> How Neil feels super fan Jimmy Carr. Uh, Jimmy's gonna love this. Which story. is, how do you know if your house is haunted? It isn't. <laughs> um, none of it's. Don't, I don't buy any of it. I know. That's I have the best no part. hunch about how I'm gonna. I whenever I think I'm gonna die in a hospital, I just then I go because I think that I'm gonna get hit by a bus. It's going to be whatever I think is going to happen. That's not going to happen. Sometimes in life, what I think is going to happen is absolutely not going to happen. And sometimes in life, I have a complete yeah. premonition about something happen or or uh, not premonition. Like a feeling based like, on ah, info. Yeah, that'll probably happen. Um, you're kind of, you're insightful. Like, I feel like you have, I feel like when people like psychic, it's more like just strong instincts. It's, you know? it's pattern recognition. Pattern recognition, really strong instincts. Like some people aren't. Don't have a good, like, don't have a close relationship with their instincts, you mm -hmm. know? They're like, don't know what to trust. In, I don't know, childhood shit, who knows? But I think it's more just, well, I think it comes from 
growing up in an alcoholic home, hypervigilance. Yeah. Hyper, having to do a lot of people. Yeah. Mm, I think it can be explained. Calculation, a lot. calculation, calculation. And then in terms of people and relationships, I've talked about it before, just from doing crowd work, you can tell, I can tell who someone is, be, but they just deny it because they're mad. Yeah. And you're calling them out and they're embarrassed yeah. and stuff. And so it's so much more psychology. I mean, our brain is so interesting that like we don't, need to make up a bunch of hocus pocus it's like it's brain ca- it's what your parents were like it's nature and nurture it's not but, the north node nature nurture and the north node of course that's what everybody hello i mean north node scientists sounds, have debated for, de- <laughs> for north centuries. node to me like i didn't know it was a thing and it's then not. it was like no i don't think i actually don't think it is because that just was like oh shit i was a murderer like for a second but then all the rest of the shit was like didn't even like it didn't even resonate with me so i'm just like it's funny how when we see there's one thing and we make we like sew the string together like there's also the funny somebody made the funny observation that everyone was no was nobility in the in in a former life like oh i was a nobleman i was a queen i was a it's the same where everyone were african queens and kings and you're like everyone were you were all kings who was in the kingdom right no, I was. No one was ever like, yeah, I was a fucking, I was a serf, four lives in a row, fucking serf. Because statistically, right. you would have been. I mean, I, I think going based, you were on a murderer. I was not a great. I'm not like Queen Binky. I'm like, I think I was a dirtbag in a past life. I like it, and I know I was a man. I think you're a dirtbag right now. Do you know you're a man? I feel it. I just feel it. Like you, have ma- very, you have masculine qualities. And I feel like you might have been a woman. I have some feminine qualities. Yeah. Cool. Great talking to you. I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay. Name three things you and your partner appear <laughs> oh. to have in common. <laughs> partner. Yee. Hi, partner. We're sitting down. I'm just joking. Uh, I think we have similar values. Mm. Mm. in terms of mm. I think I'm more ambitious than you I think we have similar values in some ways and then I think there are ways where I'm more ambitious and let my ego completely like no I'm not fucking we gotta fucking get a set and we gotta do it like, no lights and I'm bringing Ken over <laughs> and curtains and it's by the way we know the why it still doesn't work trust me um, we know, but, uh, but so I think we have similar values right. in that regard. I think we have similar senses of humor. Yeah. And I think we like each other like preternaturally. Yeah. I like you, like you're likable. Thank you. You're meaning you, you're, you're, um, appealing looking. Okay. I'm hot. And vibration, saying. but it's not even hot. It's like, you just look friendly. Oh, yeah. Uh, like an animal would think you're friendly. Yeah. It doesn't even, like, oh, that's like soft cheek, just shit like, oh, whatever. Why you like me, I don't know. It's like <laughs> in that regard, because I don't, everyone, I mean, I do the last, since I started the fat, fat program, but why you like me is, the, the reason you like me, I think people wouldn't guess. 
Yeah, I think people, I think we're like a. There's a show I watch called Unlikely Animal Friends, and I. <laughs> love it. No, that's such a fun. How is that a show? <laughs> that's the name. But how do they find enough? How many couples are there? I there's like seasons. I watch all of them. Is I it love a it different? So it's pair always a different pair. Elephant and a dog. Fucking. <laughs> dog. <laughs> there's no. There is a horse and a dog as well. Somebody, uh, by the way. Like, uh, Pitch me a great Megan Thee Stallion joke that I, I don't want to hear it. That I don't think I used, but um, she said uh, she was a fan of the whole run and said that uh, it was a woman. Yeah, was, it, was uh, she white? I don't know. Uh, she thought I may, or maybe I did the joke. I can't believe I didn't. That Tory Lanez, it, it, the relationship works the because Tory Lanez is the size of a jockey. He's, so okay. that's a fucking good joke. Yeah, well, it's not about Megan. It's about no. Tori. It's about it's about him. Yeah, it's about the that, shooter. Did you be, yeah, fucking active shooter. Did you see the? Did you see that that famous video where he's the same size sitting down and oh, standing up? Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tori Lanez. Tori Lanez makes good. me cry. Yeah, Tori Lanez. Yes. <laughs> Every time I think about that, is so funny. Um, uh, I like you. Because, oh, my unlikely animal friends. Yes, that's kind of what I feel like we are. It's also a very good show. Uh, but I feel like people look at us like unlikely animal friends. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. But I feel like we, so I think we have a very similar, we have a very similar bullshit meter. Mm -hmm. You're more aggressive about it. Mm -hmm. But having a. Giving give them up. <laughs> Having a similar bullshit meter actually bonds you so much more because it's like, yeah. you're like, yeah, like, what, what, just forever, like, yeah, you know, that sort of phase. But I like you because you're no, no frills. It's you. This is it. There's no like secretive, oh, and now the real Neil. Yeah. Here's the real Neil. And you're really, you're so much easier to hang out with than I think people would ever think. You're so easy and no low maintenance, almost no maintenance. No ma yeah. No maintenance. Way more giving than anybody gives you credit for. You're so giving, but you do it with this like face. Like it just like all, I don't know. Just all, take it. This is Neil. Yeah, it's this all is Neil like there's a the pile lyrics of where money. I fucking gave you shoot whatever the lyrics I fucking here. Yeah. But I'm not no, that's the thing, though. In the future. You're never. It's all face and You're time. never him. I don't know how they got How him. did they get a smile know. of like. What, the guys came to install curtains. The guy's like, that's supposed to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, no, you're. But you're giving is like, I don't know. You want it? Stay up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it'll be like piles of cash. And you're yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So you're very. I feel like your personality is actually very sweet, nice, yeah. and like easy. No mm -hmm. drama. This is the most dramatic you ever are. This is like you're really on the show. On the show. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're right. You're actually right. You're never this. No. You're just so chill and relaxed. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. You need well, yeah. like so easy. You need a snack. You want water. You want shoes. No. Take my lamp. Like yeah. You're I nice. give Will a globe. Yeah, Will took right. a globe. He pillaged. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so um, you're actually also appealing 
personality wise that no one gives you credit for. Yeah. Well, that, yes. I, I, agree. I, I Look, I'm nice. I have a lot of high maintenance friends in my life. I don't actively want to be around someone who's an asshole yeah. or who's just like disagreeable or like not nice. So, you know, it, it, on the show, it looks way more like I'm like, eh, and you're just like, yeah. nah, nah. Nah. but off camera, I'm like, nah, and you're like, girl. No. Uh, but yeah, no, I think you nailed it though. And we like documentaries. That's a good bond. Some people really don't. And comedy. Like, and comedy. And we know the same people. And we have a lot of similar friends. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone, I don't think, I think people that know me know me five times better than people that don't know me. Meaning, there are, I, I bet if you took a poll oh, yeah. and said to, just took black people and said, why do black men like Neil Brennan? 70% of them would be, I have no fucking Crickets. idea. Crickets. Like, I have this no, guy? I don't, fuck this guy. I don't understand it. Or whatever. And anyone. Any, why does, why did, why did, whatever. Any nice, any, they just, people don't understand. Mulaney. Why is any, Mulaney like, like, yeah, like what, anybody. Why would they, I, and, because I'm helpful. You're really and helpful. Interesting. You're helpful and interesting. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not... But guys, in a month, you're going to be like, I used to watch a podcast called How Neil Failed. This is, seems different. This guy's charismatic. It's coming. Um, the good question, number nine. We're only on number nine. This might be a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, this might be two -parter. But I don't mind. It's <laughs> this worth is it. fun. Yeah, this it's is fun great. And great. Uh, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Your, your watch no, that please. Ellen gave you? <laughs> I honestly... It sounds so cheesy, but being alive, just, I, there's so many, you know, I always feel like when someone dies, we feel bad for like, uh, their family. It's yeah. like, oh my, I'm so sorry. It's like, that guy died. Like feel bad for him or her. I, yeah, I always, I always feel, feel, yeah, we feel bad. But I feel bad. I feel, yeah. Like it was the Jeffrey Epstein thing. It's like, he died. Well, I didn't get justice. He's dead. He's well, yeah. it's over. That's pretty good. I mean, you're he of, gave himself the death penalty. You're tainting I, I, again, my. I, you're yeah. tainting my point, Jeffrey well, that's Epstein. What I do. <laughs> yes, like, you wait, were talking what? about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I'm so grateful for him. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes I look at life as you know, we're all, it's just this trajectory, you know, and some people just get taken out of the race. Like some people are taken out of the trajectory and we get to keep going. And somebody yesterday died a terrible death. I'm yeah. sure. And you know, you ate fruit and I like did laundry. So I just think, um, I'm not saying value all the time you have. That's imp when people like, it's impossible. Live in, no, it's, what a the it's like appreciating your health. It, it just cannot like, be no, done no, no, until we they can't take do it away. It. But just, just take time to you don't have to live every day like it's your last. You don't have to sit there and be like, thank you, Jesus. But I think you can take time to be like, you're still here. Everybody else who's dead don't, don't even get to pick up a nectarine and cut it or like do a podcast or like think like, should I get, what should I have for dinner? Like their, their time's done on this earth. So I just think that's, that's like, you could be grateful a lot of things in it, but you're, you wouldn't be grateful for those things if you didn't have life. So I, I just think it's, um, to be grateful for. Yeah, I did a I did stand up last night and in a 
like whatever like a it's not legal and um and uh, don't snitch y'all and i was actually grateful i said i'm really grateful to be here i guess you know how oprah for years has been saying be more grateful yeah i was like i'm actually grateful to be here i was like it'll pass like don't worry it'll be gone soon that i'm very grateful for that i'm very grateful for being funny um you funny and i'm as i talked to superfan jimmy carr jj the level of fortune and i don't mean literal fortune the level of good fortune that just for instance he and i but really any most people listening to this being alive is fucking like you beat the odds and living in the West or living any sort of is a, in terms of life experience is like very high. And then I, I, I have ringside seats in for the world. Mm. I'm either sometimes I'm in the ring and sometimes I'm in the front row of yeah the like the fucking world, like the shit, the people and the. Things I've heard, like things that Obama told Trevor and Trevor, like just shit where it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like shit that's like, Jesus. Um, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for that. Like the, the, the ringside seat. But I'm more than anything, I'm grateful for how I was able to get it, which is by being interesting and by my, my personality. I'm grateful for my personality, which, by the way, a lot of bad, <laughs> as we've enumerated on the show. But I am, I'm grateful for the good parts of my personality. Yeah. That's probably the best, the best, the, the, my, the thing I'm most grateful for. Num- okay. And that's my answer for number nine. Okay, number 10. <laughs> I'm actually going to do good. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Wow. How much time um, we got? <laughs> anything know? about the way I was raised. Wouldn't you change a lot? Yeah, I would change. Yeah, I would change most. Most, most of, of it. it. All? Next question. Okay. Uh, I would change. I wish there was more love in the house. I wish there was more. Oh. I wish there was more. There was the weird Christian Catholic, Catholic thing, thing. But yeah. that was more about rules and regulations. Which you love. But have I ever showed you the the rules that my mom had? Mm-mm. Hold on, okay. I got it framed and laminated. All right, so these are my mom's general rules from probably 1984. So these are the general rules right. from my Catholicism. Yes, handmade, handwritten. Uh, so on one so, side, the rules, other side, disciplinary action. Right there. It's wow, basically disciplinary a, it's action? A, it's a prison. It's a prison. It's so fucked up. Number one. I, and I, my mom's, uh, no, my mom's basically Teresa. nice. She's just basically. so Catholic and spare the rod, spoil yeah. the child. And pride cometh before the fall. <laughs> just all these fucking crazy maxims. Talk about old man phrases. Talk about. The, boy, that Bible's got a few. No TV on school nights. Okay? All right. Fine. 
one hour of TV in the afternoon. What do you mean? In the afternoon, you get an hour. In for school nights, even. Afternoon. One hour after sundown, no TV. Okay. Uh, disciplinary action is no TV the next day if you go over. Um, this they're they're pretty reasonable. Two hours of TV total for the weekend, and you got to notify her which ones. Which ones? What? Which what you want to watch? Wow. And okay. uh, disciplinary action, no TV next weekend. So, okay. Um, <laughs> but again, we had one TV and there's fucking nine people. So oh, that actually. But, I mean, it makes sense, but it was more about the morality of the show. But could you watch TV while someone else is watching TV? Or you yeah, just got to yeah, determine? You could, yes, you could. If it was your show, if you, we both watched Dallas or no, no, Family but Ties. You wanted to watch Family Ties, so you watched that. And then it's someone else's turn, but watching their TV. I couldn't piggyback. No, you couldn't draft off of somebody else's. So you had TV. to leave the room? Yeah. Yeah, you did. What? Or it was counted against your time. No wonder. You want to watch TV the next weekend? Wow. I'm Fucking learning so much. Keep going, Neil. Take a walk. This was this is one of the great ones. Existing laundry rules, which we all knew apparently, neither the washer nor the dryer is to be used in the morning, which I don't understand why not. <laughs> Seems like the best time to use it. <laughs> yeah. Here are the laundry rules. Okay, okay by the way, the disciplinary action, $1 fine. This is explaining so much. I know. I know. Okay, go. Here were the rules, and this this leads into another story. I'm sorry I'm monopolizing it, but I No, no, this is so way. interesting. Yes. If you did laundry, we, we all did our own laundry starting probably age nine. If you did if your laundry was in the washer and you weren't on top of it when the cycle was done and you didn't put it in the dryer because there was just all this anger and Catholic spare the rod shit, people wouldn't put it in the dryer for you. They would just put it wet on top of the dryer. Um, Just on some like, no, you fucked up. Okay. I mean, that one's like... Yeah, no, no, but that's just... That was like the culture, okay. right? Yeah, the, Put the it in the dryer. Like, Again, that's what I'm talking about, love. It's like, I'm your brother or yeah, yeah. Like, I do you would mind? do it, but I, you know what I'm thinking of? This reminds me of... You know, that's like when I lived in dorms. Animal friends? No, this is not animal friends. This is like yes, when you lived in dorms. I mean. It's like, fuck this guy. Yes, it's like... I always say it's like a... It was like a group home. Damn. <laughs> Somewhat. Again, I group homes are awful, but... um, So... Okay, so if you, so then if you left, let's say you put it in the dryer and uh, didn't collect it from the dryer, it would then be put on top of the dryer, okay? Like, you're just dumped. Half the time would get behind the, you know what I mean? Then you got to climb like a sock. If it stayed on the dryer for too long, there was a laundry chute. My mom would throw it down the laundry chute into the basement, just like cold concrete. You're dirty. Your clean clothes are now dirty. And if they stayed in the bottom of the laundry chute for too long, confiscate it. Your clothes? Yes. So would you? One year, you're going to think I'm making this up, Anne, who you met, 
one year for Christmas and got a box of her old clothes back. That was what she got. And also she lived on the, because there's so many of us, we did three story house and got a uh, fire ladder for out her window. And her, a mean? box of her old clothes Like in bag. case there was a fire? Yeah. Like a true value Home Depot, throw a fire ladder out your window and climb down. She got that and a box of old clothes. And I remember she called one of her friends and her friend had gotten a BMW. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's, again, that's, one, that's plus and now you can't use it in the morning because things weren't draconian enough. Seriously. Okay. One dollar fine, which back then was a lot of money. Sandwiches are to be made for the week on Saturday or Sunday for Ew, your lunch. All your sandwiches? For the week. Make them. Friday bad. Put them in the freezer. And then every day you would take one out for lunch for your to go Was to school. Was it delicious? What do you think, Bankyanka? <laughs> Bianca, what do you think? Do you think it was delicious? Here's the thing that you think it's not a matter of, uh, you think it's a matter of deliciousness. This is the thing you're not thinking of. Hey, can a sandwich automatically defrost between 8 a.m. and noon? Bianca, can it? No. So you You would end up with- frozen sandwiches? You wouldn't eat the frozen bar. You just eat the the outer rim. This is awful. This is not so nice. This is abuse. Um, And the disciplinary action, in quotes, not kidding, starvation. We'll push in on it. We have to underline it. All right, next one. Shoes and books in slot or room. There was, I think we had like little slot, like so many of us. So, and if you, and uh, the disciplinary action, she couldn't figure it out. Like you at the Harlem Renaissance. Uh, <laughs> discretionary is what she said. TBD. TBD. Play by ear. Feels, I'm going to feel it out. How am I like, feeling? I'm going to feel it out like today? jazz. Um, <laughs> chores to be finished. There was a schedule of chores every Saturday. Like vacuum the front steps and the back steps. Sweep out this the gutters uh, whatever kitchen deep what you had to have them done on saturday before noon and if you didn't the next week you had to do everyone else's chores Ooh, so when people fucked up yeah you everybody were like was happy was everybody like no nope. yeah i got next week off thank you dirtbag did that happen yeah how um, good was everybody at following the rules uh pretty good this and there's a note under do everyone's work the following saturday that goes for everybody regardless of where you have to go (laughs) no exceptions really i'm your kid i'm your child wow no exceptions this is so fucked i know it's kind of fucked up and kind of not no it's this makes me sad because like okay what year is this 70 no 70 85 oh yeah um Homework, 8 p.m. started. No phone calls after 8 p.m. That's the thing that people don't remember is the landline. Well, that there was 
like strict rules. Like yeah. not, not, no one called each other after no, because it would wake up the whole house. Yeah. We couldn't get, if you got a phone call between seven and eight, it's not on here, but if you got a call during dinner, I think you weren't allowed to, you weren't allowed to use the phone. It, meanwhile, I it's an incoming call. Incoming. I had nothing to do with it. No exceptions. No quarter given. I'm surprised no one ran away. Oh. You think Nora didn't try to run away? I would you have been Nora out. People. Nora was like, um, Okay. Uh, <laughs> leave, leave for church because, again, you can't forget this is all about church and the Lord. Ten minutes before church. You got to get there. Well, uh, what do you mean? She, she's taking you to church. No. I mean, sometimes, but there were so many of us. Oh. Like there'd be different. I'm going to go to the 10 o'clock or whatever. Um, and if you don't leave 10 minutes before, no TV or telephone uh, for or or and you're grounded for a week. Or as she called it, or out for a week. Um, do all daily chores on schedule. Punishment. Do everyone's the next day. If you don't do it. And finally, <laughs> the very prisony. No food or drink to leave the kitchen. Disciplinary action? Jazz. We'll feel it out. I don't get it. So you Just, can't... You can't, you, ha- you can't bring food to the basement. You can't bring food to your room. A you drink? Can't. Something must have happened. Well, or may, or I mean, no. you, there it, was a lot of you, I guess. They just were furious people. I get it, but also, hey, you know what? Don't have fucking nine kids. Sorry. No it's going to come ten. with they were. Ten. They were... They were too many. If you're, yeah, gonna, it's just too many. It's too so many. It would. I don't. There's none that I want to sacrifice specifically. Like, man, eh, <laughs> did we need him? Um, I think he seemed a little superfluous, <laughs> didn't he? He's a little redundant. No, did we need um, him? But this is this is fucking crazy. I mean, it's just so. This isn't even so much about the church or whatever. It's just about my dad's one of thirteen. Mm. Alcoholic dad, abusive mother, didn't love him said i don't love you tried to give my dad away oh he was test they a family came to like take my dad for a spin (gasps) and they brought him back and it wasn't a match wow it's just not that into you dad (laughs) Uh, yeah uh starring my dad and uh jennifer what's her name (laughs) um uh no the girl that was whitney's friend um, yeah, Aniston. No, not Aniston. She's but Jennifer, or whatever. I know, but Jennifer. So she's in. I'm just not an Indian. The oh, one, okay. the main one. Anyhow, um, so this isn't even. Don't put this on the church. This is just my parents' anger. I know, but there's something. And feels- a lot of people like. What do you do? It's like what I said about I China. Get the, I get the, a lot of people regulating, but like, there's something extra in those. There's something. Uh, there's something extra. Fucked up. Yeah, it's I, I get like, yeah, it's, it's a just, little sadistic. It's a little, it's a little like, try me. Turn the knife. It's kind of police brutality. It's yeah, just like. why you wonder why black guys like me so <laughs> It's a little like, because ooh, sad. fuck up, fuck up yeah. one degree. And I I'm going to have would. you. I wish you I would not freeze me. your sandwiches. Oh, motherfucker. Oh, you there's something starve. So sterile about that. It's loveless. So, yeah, for real. Did they ever like hug you and say, We love you, Neil, you little baby? I would sit on my mom's lap after dinner. That was, oh, that cute. Was a good one. That was cute. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, but Did you ever sit on your 
Dad's ever hug him? A little. Did you hug him? But after a certain age, I was like, oh, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> yes. Like nine, ten. I was like, fuck this guy. He was mean to you? Nine? Eight, nine? Yeah. 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 I just, you know. Yeah, it's just like you so see, sad. you see that and you go, oh, I don't know how you're going to be, uh, how lucky you're going to be in romance there, buddy. They just didn't. It's like, it doesn't set you up well. It sets you up well for discipline in yeah, terms of like uh, uh, accomplishments yes, we're yes, a three-story house yes. you're rich um so it's really like it's good for that but i don't know if it's good for connecting with people Mm-mm. even though you connect with a lot of people you're there's parts of you that are difficult just there's yeah. parts of everybody that are difficult everybody has difficult parts but maybe yours clash when it comes to like sharing your like mind body soul space like life with someone it's like, harsh it's har- it's, is what it is. It's harsh to it's harsh for children. I don't think kids shouldn't have rules. But No, but that is but that's like come on. Really man. and the reasons are sundry. Mm. But they are uh but it's just like okay. Okay, so we're just going to like uh. just this is the, the weird thing is, you know, we don't have kids. And you think about like I wonder why. <laughs> but you think about when you have a kid, it's like like a little baby. Like you know, at some point, they didn't know what a, having a kid would feel like, and then it falls into the, this just like tolerating these kids. Just like all right, we got to do this. Da, yeah, da, da, da. It's it's no like, training, no. Like why have so many kids? Because they weren't allowed to use birth control because of the oh. Bible. <laughs> I feel like they could because of the two thousand year old book. Um, okay, well, my... How about you? <laughs> God, two an hour later. Too much spicy food. Um, <laughs> no, mine is easy. I wish my parents would have spoke their native language to be more. Because my Farsi and my Spanish is... It's like, it's choppy. My grammar is weird. But I was, I, t- I was in Farsi... I was in Persian school. And I've taken Spanish a lot. But it's still like... It's just better when it comes from your parents. Yeah. It's like they yell at me. And so I know how to yell at someone in all these languages. But I can take... I, if and, you're speaking... You only know Farsi. It's, you, you're only speaking when triggered. <laughs> uh, no, I, and, it's, and only my grandmas really speak to me. So, and my grandmas think I'm great. So I'm always like telling them, like, oh, correct me. And they're like, no, everything's perfect. I'm like, no, grandma. Oh, right, grandma. don't. Granny, don't. <laughs> Two weeks of granny. <laughs> Farsi um, Okay. 11. No, 12. Take four minutes no. and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Uh, it ain't no. going to happen in four minutes. No. Also, I have a podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> uh, and if you have Three one, I'll listen to you. Number 12. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Mine would be, um, I think, and I hate to blame it on a thing, but... There's some part of, I think, my ADHD that my it's I'm really motivated. I have a lot of energy, but it's really hard to focus. And um, I procrastinate a lot. So I wish I could just channel a lot of my energy into being better, being more diligent at getting to work. Once I'm work, once I, I have to really force myself. And once I do, I'm fine. But that hump of like it's perceived as laziness. Um, but it really is hard for people that with ADHD to like get to it. 
There's a good book. I didn't read it. Mike Gibbons read it. That's as good as me reading it. I'm kidding. Mike, uh, Mike Gibbons, comedy writer, and does a podcast with um, Fitzsimmons. Uh, oh, yeah. He does. He has a few. Yeah. Um, that procrastination is basically you are fear. You have a fear of failure and fear of imperfection. And so you've got this fear of imperfection that's kind of crippling you. And then at a certain point, the fear of being a someone who didn't do the thing just overtakes it. So you have to do it. I'm not going to lie. I really, I absolutely don't have a feel, fear of being imperfect. Like I don't, I've, I'm like good enough. Great. Like I don't have this. It's something I've noticed compared to my friends. Like I have friends that are like, it has to be perfect. Yeah. It has to be. And I'm just like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, what? Are you crazy? It's not fine. I'm like, dude, relax. It'll be fine. Like, I don't have that fear. In my brain, it's not a, it's that I want to try. I'll be sitting at my computer. It's like, okay, do it. And my focus just Go. goes like to, oh, okay, I'm going to, it's almost like when I have time to do it, I want to do other things because then I'm like, let me get these all out the way so I can just yeah. focus. And then like cut to three hours later, I'm like, fuck, I, I'm not focusing. It's a real straight up focus. And then whenever I take, when I was younger, I took Ritalin. I put myself on it. I read an article and it was like, I think I have ADD. You know what? I'm going to contact the people in Europe and get some <laughs> Ritalin. How did you put yourself on it? How did I just you get wrote, it? I read an article about. But, yeah, but that a lot of people read a lot of articles. I know. I'm going to tell you. So okay. I read an article when I was like 16 in like, I don't know, Times or something. And I, I was like this overprescription of America sort of thing. I'm like, oh, and then they talk about ADD. Mike, just like, I think I, I always think I have that because I was the most distracting kid, always cracking jokes, passing notes, like could not focus. And I was like, let me try this shit. And so, I don't know, I just made a call to my doctor and I was like, gave a just psychiatrist, no, therapist, psychiatrist, psychiatrist. You just said, I think I have this. I just thought a hunch. Yeah. And then she gave me an interview. She's like, sure. And I just knew it would be easy to get after reading that article. Yeah. And then my grades went from like C's to straight A's. Interesting. It was weird. And because I was underage, they I they make you take a te like take a questionnaire for your uh, teachers about like monitoring my behavior. And it was all like for children because mostly it's not usually diagnosed in your teens. So it was like um, plays well with others, shares toys. <laughs> I was like, this is so funny. But my sex, sex toys at this age, <laughs> sixteen. So yeah, because it was just pediatrics. Shares steals lighters, doesn't give them back. <laughs> so my grades were so drastically changed that yeah. I was like, oh, th I, this fucking dumb yellow pill is literally like it unlocked everything. And that's when I realized, okay, I have to focus. Um, but it really did create, I think, neuropathy in my brain. Because then I stopped needing it as much, even though I use it now sometimes when I really need to focus. Um, I think you can also learn shit, but it's focusing. I have a huge focusing issue. Yeah. I wish I was more pleasant, as we've discussed. <laughs> and I, yeah, I just wish I was, I wish I was, had a sunnier disposition. I have a question about yeah. your sunny disposition. I have a, can I doctor fill you for Please. a second? Does your, so let's say someone does something that's totally innocuous, but for some reason it's like 
makes you want to be like, you know, does that come? I feel like it comes from a place of, are you annoyed or is it anxiety of just like, I don't know what they want me to do. And so it's, it's what feels it's, like that it, what it is, is I deal with it with, well, I deal with it with, I was doing a, I'm Will for the documentary uh, with somebody I made fun of called Captain Car Accidents. No one had a problem with it. Right. Um, fine. On his, broke his back, Kevin Hart. Right. <laughs> Worked together, friend of mine. But so I was making a deck and uh, for, and so, and I had to just, I, I needed, a, I needed it to be good and I needed it to be what I, what it, how it would look fun and interesting and compelling. And I couldn't get, it took like eight versions mm. back and forth back. And then I go, what I did it with you, Will, where I'm like, what can I do to get you to do this? Mm. What can I do? So I'm, I worry that I, I feel sorry for myself. Cause I'm like, you can't fucking, nobody cares. Mm. Mm. Like I sound mm. like Trump. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, nobody cares, but me, uh, I don't know how to get what I need from people and I'm going to look bad because of it. But you're so quick to, I feel like a lot of it can be explained with just people don't always understand and comprehend. Even when they do people, you'll be like, Hey, can you do this for me? Oh, you want me to do that? Like not everybody communication wise. I know. And that's, I, I don't know if anybody watched the David Blaine balloon special yesterday it was on youtube what no i missed the motherfucker balloon floated special. up 30 28, feet on i mean it, it's was balloons. He holding one balloon no it's a bunch of balloons and he's actually harnessed it but it's okay. fucking crazy insane okay nothing below nothing the amount of miscommunication in a life or death scenario was making me what <laughs> You couldn't believe who was the communicating. Shit. Him and the like, the eight assistant director, or the what guy. Was like, what was you it? can't even. Like, the guy kept going. The the main guy. It was so crazy. The, before he's on the ground, so he's got basically weights on him. Um, right to regulate, sandbags, yeah. five pound sandbags, and um, and the and so he they're trying to figure out like he's and the main guy white-haired guy goes eh, we need five pounds when he he keeps saying we need five pounds and so they're like oh so all right so here's the five pound weight you asked for mm-hmm. and he goes no nah, i mean a five pound balloon what oh what which is like what the fuck is a five and pound the guy balloon? goes oh i thought you kept saying five pounds so i thought you meant weight which of course you yeah. would think that not a five-pound balloon. The guy, the white hair guy, goes, "Well, I'm sorry, you misunderstood." Wow. And it was, just, but that was the beginning of like, oh. <laughs> and then David Blaine's like released, so he's fucking eight thousand feet up in the air, and he goes, "Should I release the uh, a weight?" And they go, uh, "Dave, we're gonna have you hold off on that." And hold then, off. okay, fine, whatever. And then he's like, okay. And then uh, like 30 seconds later, they go, so David, you released that weight, right? And he's like, no, you just fucking, and you can see David Blaine 
If I were him, I would have snapped and gone, fellas, I'm going to fucking die. Oh, my God. I you need don't, to if see this it. Doesn't, if you don't get your shit right. And I promise you there were a dozen of them. And this calm motherfucker was like, he actually said at one point, like, you guys are the best crew I've ever worked with. Yeah, and it's it. like, dude. It's like, yeah, well, you have to. look. At, oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, I love how his, his shit's not even magic. It's just like, I'm going to do this It's thing. a stunt, but I got to say, it moved me for some reason. It like he does shit that yeah, I, it moved me. Yeah. I can't explain it. So it's funny. great. It's but it's mostly great for the lack you would have freaked out though. It, the, the communication. I would have been like, "Yo, mother!" I've yelled it at ads before. You're an assistant director. Assist me, fucking! I'm begging you. I'm begging I know, you. But the problem is that rules. I love them. You love them, but the problem is that you know there's saying. Thing. There's saying what you want, and then there's being an effective communicator. And maybe you're not an effective communicator, but you are being cl- as clear as you can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, in terms of like work stuff, I yeah. think you're actually very clear outside of stuff. Think but I'm, I do think well, you, can, you could speak to this better than I can, uh-oh. but but <laughs> I think I'm clear. Don't say and what I would argue is that people just. Uh, See, yeah. no, no, that, no, 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 no. That is Will, that, nothing? No. I've told you, like, hey, do, and then you go, oh, this is like, ah. But Neil. Fail, like, have Neil, a list of things. Neil, but the so thing so is, you, you also do have a tendency to take it as a personal. Person, absolutely. And it's not personal. I know. It's never, know. ever, ever personal unless it's that one, like, I feel like when you were younger, or like that guy on the movie, like, that was just like, Man, fuck these people. Fuck this guy. Fuck. Yeah. But like, it's never personal. It can be. Do you like, think being late is personal? I don't think being late is personal. I have a problem with being late. So I think it's inconsiderate behavior. So I try really hard to work on it. And um, But I think it's because I find that I'm late for some people and right on time for others. The only time I'm that like I if I take it as a job with consequences, I'm on time. If it's my friends, I'm not on time. And that's just it. It's not because I don't value my friendships. It's because I'm scared to be late. I'm scared to be late for a job. Like here or when I go to work, I'm never late. And it's so funny because everyone's like, well, not never. But I can I communicate when I'm late. Oh, yeah. I've never, like, no, you, I've never you've never no-showed. No, you've no. You've never or like just been like, AWOL. I just stroll in. Like when I'm going to be late, I try to tell you. Because I'm like, well, you can't, look, you can't win them all. But you can't be inconsiderate. And for a long time, I was so scared because of my time management skills. I just wouldn't address it. And that's so much worse. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like, take it. Take it. Just be like, hey, I'm so sorry for being late. Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, or communicate. I, but I think that, like, I don't take the lateness personal with you. But I do. I There are times where I could feel myself starting to take it personally. I'm not late here that often, though. You're, I'd say you're late. I'd say you're late no more than 10 minutes every week. But between, but around 10 minutes every week. Mm. Roughly. I'm look at your text because you tell me. You No, I know. But yeah. the funny thing is, and that's so funny. And I always thought this. I'm like, I tell him when I'm going to be late. And I always have this thought that like, because you don't, you're not always good with memory. You're good with like impressions of things. And so because I tell you, I feel like you have an impression that I'm late a lot, but I'm not late a lot. 
I'm actually not. I like. I know I'm. Not. We're gonna. We're, I'm not gonna go through the text now, but we'll go over the last ten weeks of text. We'll do it. That's it. And we'll. And you could do your Google locations as yeah, well. Yeah. I'd appreciate. it. I would say the last ten weeks you've been late more than five times. No. no Great. Uh, I'm on. actually. Uh, no, no, no. Just stop. Relax. <laughs> I got rules. I know. I'm like, no, but, no, like, but I, that's I wanna... just what this is. I wish I was not like this. I, I, I wish I didn't. I wish I wasn't like this, but which is why I'm reading the books and the, I, I, there was a podcast called against the rules that Michael Lewis does. And there's a thing about, um, performance coaches. And I'm like, I think I got to go to, a, I think I got to go to a performance coach. Cause I get good with a new operating system. Like I can in, ingest it and put it into but this, on its feet. But this is the issue. So let's just take the late thing as an example. Mm-hmm. I would say of the times I come here, 90% of the time, you're not ready. I So it's like right. well, you're almost never ready. So when we say I'm, we're talking about three to five minutes late, me coming here, I walk in, you're either not in the shower, uh, making food, on a phone call. Like we are all on. We are all waiting on you I, most of the time. I so saw this it coming. Is, no, no, it's not. It, it's it's the truth. So what I mean is that it's funny that when we talk about it, it's Bianca. You're five minutes late to a thing I'm going to be ready for in 45 minutes. So. There is a disconnect of what have you were late. I would, but I was. I'm I would still argue asleep. that I was. I'm still being a bed boy. I was. I would argue that I'm not. If I'm late, it's me and him are setting up the lights. No, that's recently. We have been doing this podcast when it was just set up. This is only the last few episodes. I'm talking about the whole time. And that's okay, but I'm just saying there is a personal, you take it personal when someone's late, but when I come and you're not ready for like an hour or 45 minutes and I've budgeted, okay, this is going to take this time. Oh, okay, now it's going to take this time and I adjust everything. I don't actually take it personal. I only made fruit today because I thought no, he no, was still see, working. No, see, I'm just saying that it's, there's, you take it too personal when like you do exhibit the same behavior and then I don't think anyone takes it personal the other way. Yeah, I got a, I got a bad personality. <laughs> I like your personality. No, I know it's, Stop but it. it's got it's got its issues. Okay. Um, number thirteen. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? I think a crystal ball just did tell me <laughs> about myself. Um, what would I want to know? I don't know. Because that's the older I get, the more I realize that I. Things work out almost always. Not because I have ringside seats. I just mean they you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Nothing is as bad in actuality as it is in theory. Right. And whether it's bad or good, it's the good the thing that you dream of being amazing is like pretty good. And the thing that you dream about being horrible is not that bad. Meh, survivable. <laughs> right. Um so I don't know. I just, I, all my, in terms of the future, I just hope I live forever. <laughs> Why do you live do forever. that? I do not want to live forever. Just get people in line. I just got to. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. Continue to bring the hammer down. It's funny when I, you were, when I was younger, you want to know so much, but yeah, like when you're a kid, like I played with the Ouija board, bad idea. Um, 
now you're you don't even pay attention to astrology or anything no way like north node north that. um but i think now i don't want to know because it then it's just like i'm not even that far away from it so i'm just i'm working towards something i might not get or like oh someone's gonna die. like it's like i don't want to know all that i think i just want to like tell me who to watch out for or what to watch out for or tell me like give me a warning that i can avoid that's what i'd like to know yeah i mean i in yeah like say, i know like, what you mean run bitch or be like dude neil if you have an opportunity you want to a go- black audience at a horror movie but you want <laughs> <laughs> bitch no i want a black audience at a horror movie uh, but forever. for your life yeah for my head. life run bitch he's right that behind you that would be that's a really hilarious. funny tv hilarious that's so funny it would be like you remember dream on on hbo they had they would i was a guy and then they would show his thoughts and they would you cut in old movies that no uh-huh was and, it good? yeah it was one of those hbo shows from the 80s where you're like is this good right um but tim hurley who's one of the best comedy writers uh who wrote on snl he went to college with sandler and then wrote at snl with them and he wrote happy gilmore and billy madison wow. and all the other like probably 10 sandler movies um had wrote a pitch to sketch snl where uh i don't know i guess it was the guy from dream on was the host and he kept thinking a thought but the thought he kept thinking was um jack nicholson axing scatman crothers in the back of the head <laughs> <laughs> so it's just from the shining so it's just a regular scene Wait. and then he keeps uh but a black audience <laughs> in your head would be such a funny show. that's so funny uh yeah i don't know what i'd want to know I just, I just know for the most part things have been okay. Things mm. have worked out okay, and I if it's I don't want to know if I'm gonna be a paraplegic or something. I like yeah, I don't God, meaning I don't. don't I, uh, you realize a lot of it's not helpful. It's just not gonna make a difference. Like Neil, you're gonna, and you couldn't. If somebody told me how my life was gonna turn out, or or like the last fifteen years would have turned out i would have been i would have been like oh i'm glad the way it turned out but it's not it's not it's very non-linear and not you know then there's yeah so i don't know what i would want to know no i kind of nothing just let me see what happens but you're right in that the older you get the more you're just like i don't want to (laughs) know let me just see what happens wrong Um, bitch Okay, 14. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Skydiving. I thought about skydiving and watched the David Blaine thing. What I realized is... You would not like it. I don't know if I wouldn't. I might like it. But I, I had the it. realization do, watching the David Blaine thing is... There are people that like skydiving and there are people that like doing psychedelic drugs. Mm-hmm. And those are my skydiving. They probably coincide. They're, I I don't know. I but it seems like there they there's not a big Venn diagram of people that I'm gonna do ayahuasca next month, and I'm excited about that. I really want to. I keep meeting people that are like ayahuasca pity, mother drug, father drug. I'm like yeah, Ugh. like I <laughs> yeah. It's like anything. The the culture around it's. Awful. I went on a date with a guy and he was like, oh, I'm like, oh, so you do it. I was like, it's called ceremony. Um, we go to ceremony. And I was like, oh, okay, Oof. cool. And then he talked about some other drug called rape. 
but it's like mm, rapey. That's talking about a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> rape is a hell of a drug. I think it's rapey, rap, rape, uh, rape. It's like rape drug, but not rape, not the rape drug, but roofies. No, <laughs> roof and all. Rapa, rapa, rape. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like rapa. Nicotine. You got to be eighteen to even look at it, so you know it's hot. <laughs> rapa. Can you read it? But it's not. It's like some sort of drug. Yeah. It's like a, and I was like, oh yeah, that drug. What do you rip rapa drug? And he was like, it's an herbal medicine. Like I, I don't like this. How many times you fuck him? This is every girl's story Zero? about dating. Like he's the worst. Anyway, we're going out again. Absolutely not. No, right. to me, I was just like, dude, I don't like, I don't like being in a museum when I talk. Yeah. Like, don't touch the artwork. Like, I don't know. Stop correcting me. I just yeah. met you. Ceremony. And then I was just like, if everything is this serious. Yeah. I, I don't like that. St- you know what I mean? Like, I don't of like course. when it's, it's like, the, it, it's like you don't want to be a like, like you, why are you talking like this? <laughs> just why are you talking? You don't if you don't have to talk like this. Why are you talking like right? This, this is like landmark some fucking cult shit. So that I wish it was just cooler sounding. Everybody's and rape. Like, Good luck. Uh, <laughs> ayahuasca. I've heard <laughs> some people have done it and it's been fine. Hmm. And then other people have done it. It's like changed their life. Yeah. So I don't, I get the feeling I, I did Ibogaine two years ago or three years ago, uh, which is a, which is real in the family. Mm. And I puked and did all that stuff and it was oh. fine. It was all right. But this, I mean, ayahuasca, I think is more like, I think it a, really does. There's a guide. And there's it does like a do guide in the drug. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do it. It's good for PTSD. It's good for if you go with rules. You go with the yellowed rules. Yellow. <laughs> no ayahuasca. Uh penalty. One dollar. Uh, what penalty. have you done? What have you what do you want to do? That you haven't done? Oh. I don't know. Sell my fucking show that I've written. I'm working okay. on it. But I would I, that would make me really happy. Oh. Um Ooh, sell my show. I don't like the term make me happy. Why? Because I don't think I would an accomplishment glean can make enjoyment. you happy. Oh. No, but like you'd feel proud of it. But make me happy. And like no, from I, that day on. No, I mean, I think for I me. I shall. I think, one, it's hard to do that. Two, uh, I, it just would. You know when you think something's good and you think it's a good idea? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you never get it confirmed. It's just like, that was a I good idea. I can't relate to that at all. Just kidding. <laughs> Or you're always like, I had the greatest idea. You know, people have those. Yeah. I had the greatest idea for this. Or like, I had the greatest idea for a blank. Yep. And so someone buys your shit. It's like sanity. Yeah. It's a little bit closer to sanity. Validating. Uh, 15. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? You go, Mr. Three-Story House. Probably my three-story house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I don't. I don't even, in terms of uh, money, I don't feel any connection to a house. I don't feel like I own my property. I don't, I've talked about it before, like I don't have anything especially valuable in my house. I don't, computer, TV, probably my TV at this point, I've had it for two years, probably worth 180 bucks. Yeah. So people are like locking and it's like, what do you? The shrimp. The sh- of course, my giant shrimp. Uh, my giant Popeye shrimp. Um, 
Love that chicken from Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana. Yeah, that's that was mine. Um, my mine would be a tie between Chappelle Show. Oh yes, and three mics and the uh, and it would be a tie between and but the older I get, the more I am go with three mics because I no one believes I did Chabelle show and um it's more impressive to go from a TV writer and producer to become a comedian comedian with like shit on Netflix. Like yeah, it's kind cool. that's kind of like on whether anyone realizes or not, it's kind of on it's no the one does who, that. Shit. No one's done it. No so, one. If you don't, if you don't, a lot of people know a lot about com- comedy, but they don't get the, just the prog, like the progression of yeah. a comedian's life. And yeah. almost no one does what you've done. Yeah. And everybody made fun of me, like you fucking like Brett Ernst said, I'm memento because I'm doing my career backwards. One of the great slams of all That's time. That's hilarious. It's true. Um, it's true. Uh, but yeah, like that is like a that's a cool thing. That's yeah. a fucking cool thing to have done. Yes. And so I'm proud. And it was like emotional too. And whatever. And the the it was uh, innovative, like as a format. Yeah. So. And that is Dear Class of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, my greatest like I don't know. I feel like... It doesn't have to be like career or... No, you know. no, I'm not even thinking that. I'm just thinking um, up until this point, I think it, it's not like one thing I could say, but I feel like I have picked up my life and dumped it in a country where I don't speak the language multiple times. And well, when you're, when you commit identity fraud, that's something you have to do pretty often. (laughs) And, um, it, that for me, it's, it's like, and being able to thrive in, meet friends, get a job, learn the language. And I just, that to me is really hard to do especially doing it in your like late teens and then twenties. And, and as a woman too. Yeah. Making girlfriends, guy friends, making but like also, pockets of like it's, you know, there's traveling as a woman's different than traveling as a man. Right. And being, I've been in some really crazy situations and really weird parts of the world. And I've always been able to just like rely on myself. And, um, so it's like, I spent, a lot of the first part of my like adult life traveling never being in the same place for more than like eight months dropping my shit not knowing anybody leaving a year later with like a huge friend group and a community yeah. and of this and i've done it so many times that i just feel like you know people don't do that it's ever. weird that you ghost the friend groups every single time <laughs> But that's so what, yeah, what a choice do you have? There's people who in America that's like have never left their fucking block. Yeah. So, so that to me, I feel like that has set me up. So I feel like that's an accomplishment. But that is an accomplishment. I'm just kind of riffing. Like I don't know. I haven't. If I, th- I'm sure when I leave, I'll be like, ah. But voice, send a voice, send Will a voiceover, <laughs> uh, and just a have him put me- it over a your voice mouth. message. <laughs> um, ADR it. 
I would also like to say I thing I'm proud of is I do I have stuck to my guns. And to our earlier point, a lot of the guns jam and blow up in my face. But some of them are good guns about uh convictions, my personal convictions or suspicions about like I think I could do that or or mm. or like I don't know, something there. Yeah. Um is I'm like that about myself and that I'm proud of that I don't really do anything the right way. Yeah. And it turns out okay. Number 16. I would like to say for the record this is great. I don't I... think I'm falling in love with you, but I like you more. Oh, really? Yes. I like you more. Now the but here's another thing that's suspicious about human beings is this is all our point of view so we're probably wrong about a lot of what we think i mean i say like if you want to play the i'll say i said it before and i'll say it again um there's no worse source of information about someone than themselves i disagree because i have a really good memory and i know i'm talking about shading no no i'm saying listen I'm saying that I learned so much about people. People tell on themselves when they don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mean what? Then what I mean is I'm saying all these things, and with no uh, self awareness. I mean, I'm the. Uh, you could. You could watch this and go like, "Look, this fucking white, fucking rich, fucking." ringside seat having motherfucking dude you could look at it that way or you could look at it as like oh yeah Grizz a fucking kind of shit well does it, it really like that's why and I don't know which is true is the point well I, th- I have my the one I you know which one I want to believe of course but the nice thing is most people listen to this podcast I think we've created a culture that they they feel like where they know us kind yeah. of so I feel like everyone for the most part is listening to this and not not hate listening, hopefully, yeah. and not just being like, oh, that fucking Neil, of yeah. course he'd say it. It's yeah. just like, listen, you know, we're just like, people, to- so many car accidents, rage, <laughs> people driving into oncoming traffic um, over my jokes about stuff. Um, what do you value most in a friendship? I know what you value most in a friendship uh, loyalty and be funny and interesting. Yeah. You said it. Loyalty for, for sure. Yeah. Loyalty and be funny and interesting. And real loyalty. And meaning even if it hurts you or or not hurt. I'm not saying like you got to fucking ride. I'm just saying, it, you know. Ride or die. I, don't, I just it's really hard to know what someone's code is at the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. There's no way to find out. There's no seal buds class there's no orientation there's yeah, no yeah. hell week there's no buds whatever class. um so you don't know until you're and and i have friends that have been really that have exceeded them and my expectations or but not many and yeah. you're not gonna believe this i take it personally wow <laughs> Perfectly. Um, mine is. Hmm, I don't know. I think I have weirdly a low bar for friendships in terms of behavior. Like I have a lot of high maintenance friends and a lot of low maintenance friends. So that's I'm all over the place. But 
I don't, I just think there's like an instinct that you can sense that they, I don't, uh, fuck, I don't know how to answer this. What do you? Yeah, no, there, there's like, yes, there, there's a vibration. Where it's like, oh, I know we're at least, like, this is, we're at this baseline. We meet on this baseline. Like, I can't, like, if you're, like, I don't know. I don't know how to say what I'm not into, but everybody I meet, is also not into that. Like you're not a dickhead. You're giving. You're cool. Yeah, I have more selfish friends than others, but for the most part, I don't know. Yeah, there's just there's a weird vibration that you just like click up to. Yeah. But also, I mean, just fun. Like on some level, just be fun. Does nothing for me. Fun? Uh, no, I'm I'm just- no. But I would rather. Somebody said, "Would you rather?" Um, go hiking no. would you rather go canoeing or whatever a, a thing uh, that physical. people consider fun would you rather go the things i consider fun are are worky yeah i like like all my friends are in comedy so i would rather would i rather write a sketch with somebody or write a joke with somebody or hike with them i'd rather yeah. write a joke a million times there's not not try it out right game it out a million times i never want to go hiking yeah if, if the if the alternative is write a joke because i feel like the that it answers the next question the next question is what's your most treasured memory okay. number 17 you go oh, no you answered you said it goes the, to- my most treasured memory is writing jokes with people Oh, that's like nice. the, like I won't say which ones, but with Dave going, hey, da 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 da, hey, you think so and so could do da 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 da, and like that's fucking hilarious, or Jost, mm. or Seth, or Mulaney, or Ellen, or Rock, or like that's a real. Like, like these moments. That's a like, thing. Yeah. And not even you both know how fucking funny it is. And it's like, wow. We just discovered something. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like archaeologists. Yeah, no, it's like holy shit. That and so that and I love it. And I love the thing. And it's like the best part of my personality. So Yay. I actually get, I'm getting choked up talking about this. Not even kidding. Aww. So yeah, that's and that's what comedy is to me <laughs> that's sweet um my most treasured memory is so after my dad passed away i went to panama and i felt very like lost and just floating and there was and i made friends there and they all had beach houses coincidentally my best most closest friends <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so um uh, there was the bioluminescence happening Mm -hmm. and we were just it was we just woke up one night new moisturizer correct no it's in the um algae glow neon and uh we were just swimming in the ocean at like 2 a.m and it was warm and everything was glowing bright green and every splash was like splashing over us. And it just felt like 
Like, I don't know. Like, it's going to be okay. Maybe it's cheesy, but it did feel like I, it was like I felt normal for the first time. Yeah. I just felt like, I don't know, that like none of the things in my head matter. Like, you know, it, it'll, it, you're going to still find enjoyment. You're going to still yeah. find. How long after? Maybe it was like six months. I can't remember. So what were you like? What was the six months before it like? Bad. Just bad. Just terrible. This is the worst time of my life. So Was it? And it was all it was all stemmed from your father dying? Yeah. Some from my dad passing away and just being really like shell-shocked and... How old were you? Uh, in my early 20s. And just being really shell-shocked. Um... And not really knowing how to process it. Did he die suddenly? No. No, he had cancer. But it just like, I don't know. He, it just like, it kind of dwindled quickly. And I was still in college and I had to keep flying up. And it just, it was a lot. And I don't generally put any of the problems I'm having outside of myself like I keep them very close to myself whatever I'm dealing with I don't like call people like I need advice like you're never gonna find me doing that yeah maybe with like a I love bitching about small things but real things I'm like no uh and so it was just really hard for me to find how to get the feelings out and like mourn and and I think I didn't know I didn't have the skill set so I just kind of went into like, I think a state of shock, like for months, I forgot he died for a lot of it. Like I had to remind myself. And it was just like, it was, it was hard because it was the first time I like realized I'm mentally not coping with something, you know? And so it was just, uh, it was bad. And then it was after he died, like a lot of other things I won't get into were just worse. And I kept thinking like, man, how fucked up is it that the worst part of my dad dying is not him dying? Like it's that fallout. It's dealing with a lot of family stuff. And I don't know, me and my brother just, just kept our heads high and we didn't let it get us down. Like I'm trying not to get emotional right now, but it was You're not just, doing a very good job. Right? <laughs> but it was really bad and it was hard to see the good part of things. So when, we when I was in Panama, it just was nice. It was nice to feel like okay, like this is just shitty and it'll pass and you're not gonna like lose yourself. Like those things, you know, you have to just go through. Yeah. But it was it was rough. It was really rough. Yeah. Which brings me to number eighteen. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh what is your most terrible memory? Answered it, you go. Most terrible memory. Uh, well, there's it's almost like two categories of bad. What what it's like? What was actually bad, and what did I think was bad? Okay. Or what was the most emotional, like emo- immediately emotion bad emotionally? I would say it's a the it's more a period, which is the period between the la- the from like June 2004 when Chappelle show got super popular I guess it was it was April 2004 or May 
where it was like it peaked and then our contracts were up the from there until 2004 april to 2000 may june 2005 the worst it almost every day was awful it was just me and Dave. just fucking a disintegrating relationship based on and disintegrating based on money and uh respect and and uh values and just awful yeah off and then culminates in him going to africa yeah <laughs> like that and so then you put another year on that <laughs> so let's go from 2000 may 2004 to 2006 yeah 2006 seven just uh, like the worst mm. and it's like if you're like it's so i remember somebody i was at I was at a Nick New York Knicks event, which is another thing I forgot to mention that I'm absolute sellout to. Like I'm never, I almost tweet shit about the Knicks. Mm. And then I remember like, yeah, those courtside seats are pretty good. <laughs> shit, shit. Yeah, um, be quiet. Like, does, how badly do you want to shit? Right. Like it's too much fun and too nice. Um, I was at some Nick thing, and somebody said like something. They said something about. In, this is like probably a little after Dave left. And he said something about like me being famous. And I looked at him like famous. And he goes, well, infamous. And I was like, <laughs> infamous? Way worse. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what do you guys think of me? Like, it was just this weird thing. I'm like, what? Infamous. <laughs> infamous. Like, like fucking, like, uh, like the when, he, when I pulled off the St. Valentine's Day. Right. Massacre. I was like, infamous. prohibition. On the on True TV, <laughs> infamous. He did a sketch show that Wait, disintegrated. That? Uh, I don't remember his name. I feel like his so name was Frank, funny. and he was the head of publicity. For Can the you next. imagine if just it's the infamous like in, in to every famous person? They're gonna be like infamous. infamous. It was so like <laughs> nothing about that's good. Uh, so that infamous that was so a funny. very dark, just pitch black dark. Yeah. And then, yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, that was the worst. It's a one, two-year memory. Yeah. It's just, when you get in those phases, it's like, is there going to yeah. be? And I also don't, I don't have a brain that gets, I don't have like a, I'm not like predisposed to depression or anxiety or any of that. So when it gets so dark and you, you're not even used to it, how dark it gets. Yeah. Like in a way, you're in a better position because you're like, oh, I, this is just a, this is going to get worse. Like, I know. I can cycle out of this. You, Yeah, I'm like, what? Hello, where's my happy self? Those are the things that I wish I knew. If I could tell myself, like, you'll get yeah, through gonna this. Yeah, you're going to get through it. It's going to be It's fine. not, but there are periods where you're like, oh, I'll bet I won't. I will bet you I won't. Yeah, like it's like I will the, not be able to shake this feeling. How will this feeling ever leave How my could it possibly? It's so shitty. It's so dark and it's so... Ugh. Okay, but it's, it's this is a I maybe shouldn't say this, but you're falling you, in I love with me. You're falling in love with me. When me and Dave see each other in like anywhere parking lot, you, I don't know if he would catch it on camera. We both go <laughs> why because <laughs> it's so charged. The whole thing is so charged. 
Oh yeah, you guys. I've seen like, uh, like the like. We both look. like fucking shake, and it's all the positives and all the negatives right. every single time we see each other. That's you so couldn't I, like you you. I mean, you saw us like private. I don't think you saw us see each other though. I think I have at the store, and it's we literally. Yeah, I don't know the, if it's like, visible, but we both. Well, it doesn't, I would never interpret it as what you're saying, but now that you say it, I'm like, oh, I could actually see that, like, that, like, oh, Neil, like that being, like, more. But that's how he plays it. He plays it like, oh, he plays it like bluff. now that you're doing it, I'm like, oh, you're both just, like. It's like we both. G-g-g-goes. Yeah, it's we g-g-g-goes. If you knew that in one year, you would die suddenly. Would you change anything about the way you're living now? Why? The COVID's not great for this because <laughs> it's like this I might go to, happen. I go to the store more. Um, I guess. Um, let's say no COVID. I don't think I would because I, I specifically try. I I've talked about this before. Like I'd rather be um i'd rather i'm i'm plan. i kind of think about i don't go like last day of my life but any job i get i go this probably this might be the last money i ever make yeah why Um, are you so obsessed with death death or living uh because are you asking me do i have the new york times obituary um bookmarked on my browser yeah that's weird I'll tell you why. You know about stoicism, right? Yeah. It's an outgrowth. There's a there's a um, sect of monks mm-hmm. that uh, they meditate over dead bodies because it's just a good reminder that it's shit is finite. It will end. It's even looking. I don't look at it. I probably look at it once every two months. Um but it's just a good reminder like hey man the shit you think is meaningful probably isn't mm. and even when someone dies like near times there will be people that were really important fucking important people who just died yesterday there i mean every day there's somebody who invented an amazing thing or had really significantly impacted the world and no one's cared for 30 years. I know. I The other, I think it was during COVID or maybe it was right before, Ennio Morricone. Ennio Morricone. Oh, Ennio Morricone? Yeah. yeah the greatest he, composer of all time. Yeah, he passed but, away. But by, 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 he's first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. He's so fucking amazing. Yeah. And he died, I think, this year last. I'm Ennio sure. Morricone is the guy's name. And he, and it was like, barely, it was like a small little, and he's so impactful. He's like my favorite song in the world. Like, I love best him. songs and best samples. Best samples, best songs, best soundtracks, best yeah. everything. Um, and he's so revered, but also like it was like a blurb. Yeah, and it I was, was like, during COVID. I think. I think it was, hurt. but it, and it hurt me so much. I'm like, why? I wish. I wish. We could, that's like an outpour. Like, I want to hear maybe a song I never heard. I want people to post their favorite, like, I don't fucking know. But he just kind of turned into nothing. And if you didn't know him, it wouldn't, you wouldn't know. 
And if yeah. you knew him, it'd be sad and, you know, whatever. So it's And also, what do you do? It's like, yeah, he was fucking amazing. And I don't know what to do now. Because it's not like I'm appreciating him or my connection with him and his music is any different now that he's dead. No. He might as well have been. A, he dead might as well be time. alive or he might as well have been dead then. The whole time. Exactly. So it's funny. There's the, these, Go ahead. I was just going to say that it reminds me to have fun. That's it. It reminds me to pursue the things I'm interested in because ultimately, even if I accomplish this great thing, it's just going to be a blurb in the paper. So yeah. just fucking enjoy just yourself. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Just do what you do do that, though. I feel like now probably more than. Yeah. That's why I go to Singapore and fucking Tokyo and uh, where else have I gone? Uh, Ventura County. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm doing stand up in Ventura County, I believe, September 26th. Uh-huh. It's legal. Yeah. It's Trump legal. Country, um, Ventura County. And I don't think it'll, maybe it'll be Trumpy. I don't know. I don't think it will be. No, uh, I'm just saying it's Trump County. Did he win? No, it just have it you been to Ventura? Like, yeah, it's. I think it's in the town though. The town's kind of cute. Um, September twenty sixth. I don't know how to get tickets. I don't know anything about it. I just <laughs> told the guy on Instagram last night Yay. that I would do it. Um, uh, what's your? What would you do? Yeah. Well, let's just pretend it's non COVID. I don't know. Like, kind of like what I'm doing now. I guess if I knew it was gonna end, I would. I would have to change everything about if I knew I would change everything. I would just go travel. I'd travel till I die and then spend the last. Yeah, I, that's life. the but the thing about traveling is sometimes I wonder if I'm. When I said my most cherished memories or my worst memories. Neither of them are travel based. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad I, I've had a fucking I'm. I love having a relationship with cities from just walking them. Like, I love that. But, and they're like, they're, they're really nice memories. But I feel like the point of life is to, is personal connections. So I wouldn't, I almost wouldn't travel if that makes sense. Well, I have a different, I probably have a different relationship to traveling than you. Like, I've been traveling alone since I was 16. And, I feel just the most connected to the world when I'm traveling. This or most connected? The most connected. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I went to Germany alone for the first time when I was 16. And I spent like the whole summer there. Didn't know anybody. Or I went with my friend who used to live there. But I didn't know anybody. I didn't know German. And that like connection to it, I just felt like that's why I always travel. It's It like centers my brain. Yeah. That is when I feel the most clear and connected. And that's why I'm really not Kobe Mountain. No, I'm joking. But I, I really do feel there's something about getting out. And I don't also, when I say travel, I don't, st- I'm not like luxury. I go where I know people and I stay in their house for the most part. I mean, yeah. I'll splurge on a hotel here and there, but no, I'd rather do experiences. So I, I would just travel till I die. It just, that would be perfect for me. Yeah, I feel... I will say when I travel, I get more medium wide shots of myself. Like, look at me, <laughs> an adult in Tokyo. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's that part of it that is a bit, it's a bit like a child's orientation of the world. And like, look at me, oh, I already got to you, sir. And like, so I can't say that I 
I love, I like traveling a lot. I like really do. Like yeah. I, before COVID, I was gone. We were, we were, we were doing a travel podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I almost wish I could, if I was dying, first of all, I would, to contradict myself, bring it up constantly. Yeah. Um, I'm dying. You know, I'm dying. Um, You'd be bumping people. You'd just be like, I'm going to go. Up. Come on. I'm when are go. you scheduled to die? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, but I would want to, I would almost rather, not like a deathbed, but like if, if I could just, the, almost like a movie scene where like everyone comes, but over a year, like a, where are they not like a, where are they now? Like here comes Jost. Okay. And then Jost hangs out for five hours. It's a really kind of self-centered. Of course it is. But what's the, what are you, why? No, it's just funny. It's like, Isn't traveling visit. though? No. And I'm just saying it's just funny. It's like, come visit old Diane Neal yes. for your five hours. Yes. Just like the visit. That's how I always picture. I, I picture a big part of death to me is like so-and-so's here to see you. So and so. Wow. All right, fine. Send him in. Um, it's funny. There was someone that I know very loosely. Uh-huh. Not, not a tight connection at all. And I got a mass email because this person was getting surgery and um, was going to need to be in the hospital for some recovery time. And the email was just how to schedule a visit. <laughs> I literally started. I'm like, I'm never. This is the most cherished email I have. I have some cherished emails that I make a folder of. It's just kind it's of so, disconnected. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of. And it was like, so these are the instructions. I'll only have these days. Please call this person. It, the whole email was yeah. about w- how to schedule. Not if I wanted to or hey, how are you doing? It was a mass email. It was so weird. I was just That's like, really funny. But I can't wait for you to tell me who it was for. <laughs> as, soon as, you can, as soon as it stops, I'll tell you. Um, final question of part one of Neil and Bianca fall in love. The question is, <laughs> what roles do love and affection play in your life? Hmm. Pretty broad, gotta be honest. I know, I'm like... Because I just know you have ADD. I will kick you. Suck my dick from the back. Fuck off, bitch. Um, I like it. Makes me hungry. Fuck off, bitch. What? Love and affection. Affection, I think, means more to me than I love. Love. Love is so nebulous. Affection's like, I know exactly what, the, I know what the things are. Yeah, it's like, well, is your house haunted or is there a poltergeist? I want to see some shit move. Like, do something. You know what I mean? Here's how to tell if your <laughs> house, house is haunted. It isn't. Um, <laughs> Jimmy! What, what do you mean? I mean, like a poltergeist is the type of ghost that moves shit. Or does is shit. that love or affection? That's affection. Okay. Some people are like I get a weird vibe. That's love. 
I get a weird vibe well, from this well, vibe, uh, Love, in a lot of ways, is promissory. It's a, it's like, you know, if something, something, yeah. I'll something, something. A lot of times, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times, it's like, it truly is promissory. It's like, I have your back, man. I love you. You know, uh, yeah. Um, I said, somebody I was talking about, it was like a friendship that I felt like I'd paid my insurance dues. And then when I needed coverage, they're like, oh, you don't, you don't get coverage. It's like when that. people get like um, some sort of disaster insurance and yeah. then everybody cashes in and it's like, no money. You saw Spike's levy when the levy breaks mm. from about Hurricane Katrina. But Terrence Blanchard's dad, who paid insurance to Allstate or Prudential for 40 years in a house in New Orleans, and he got like $235 when it got flooded. And it's just that I cried the minute. I was like, that is one of the least fucking fair things I've ever seen in my life. Could he, like, what was the reason? No, no record. Um, just they don't cover, they don't cover. Oh, they found a way. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like they don't cover. It's so funny because in so much underwriting and insurance, it's like Duns doesn't cover Act of God. It's like, this doesn't cover well, the shit you need it for. Act of God is yeah. what I'm covering, you idiot. Like anything's an Act of God, you know. But that's like, well, how are we supposed to cover you for this random act? It's so fucked. It's up. bullshit. Um, it's such bullshit. The so I think affection is. This goes to the kind of the power thing or like the service thing. Because um, I don't, the, a lot of things that people consider love, I consider inconvenient. Meaning when people go, I'm going to come and support you at your show. I'm like, eh. or like I'm doing a TV show. A lot of times agents will go, I'll be in your dressing room. I'm like, I fucking want you in my dress. I need to be in your focus oh my God, that's on so the invasive. thing I'm doing. I don't want you there. And mm. they think it's rude or whatever, but it's like, I'm working. I don't want you, my cousins, hanging out, right. eating crudite and going like, oh, right, killing it, buddy. <laughs> um, so that what people consider love, it's like just fucking rub my head. You want to, you want to make my life better? Rub my head. Yeah. I don't need. Rub my head, and then people get into love language. I mine is touch. More than mine more is, than mine is active service. Oh yeah, that's like, I don't want to do them, and I don't want to. I don't. I remember I, I screamed at a girl because I didn't want anything for for my birthday, and she got me something anyway. And I was like, I and I didn't want it. I didn't want the thing she got me. That's the thing. If you're gonna get someone who's like, don't buy me a gift, buy them what they want or will use, even if they didn't ask. At least it's like okay, whatever. But don't buy them something they don't. Just just what? It's just nonsense. What was Give it? me a hundred bucks. Um, what was the present? It's, I'm almost embarrassed Say it. for her. Say it. Don't tell it, me. One, it's the newspaper from the day I was born. Ugh. I'd Did you get it at Six Flags? Where'd you get it? <laughs> I'd prefer your mom's I mean, note. literally. It's just like, what? Now I got to act. It's framed. It's just all bad. It's oh my God, it's a framed. So it's just not, and I remember Frame, getting mad. I, was like, I didn't want, now I have to perform gratitude for a thing I didn't, silly. Um, That's so funny. Perform so, gratitude, whereas in Persian culture, it's like all it is, is performance art. Yeah. It's all performance art. So I would rather, <laughs> love to me is taking my word for it. Yeah. Taking my word for my preferences. 
and not going like, wouldn't you rather? Wouldn't you? I'm telling you. Rub my head. Do stuff in my pants. Now well, I'm Up on the. Fo- I'm taking a phone Up call, bitch. No, I'm a don, bitch. Don't you get it? Uh, but the the time I don't. You know, it, I, the time I, I don't need you to do chore. I don't like. I got this thing because then I'm like, oh, now I'm gonna have to get you that. Yeah. It just I don't. The rubbing is like I'll be. I'm very affectionate, very touchy. Um you'll get you're gonna get it back and the good thing about rubbing is you can do it together you can hold each other's hands and it it takes care of each other and it actually a lot of people go like i i like doing shit for people i can but i don't get fulfilled by it yeah i understand that people do yeah uh, by like i got you at that drove to the that's how i am i'm like i just think of people i'm like they buy you the shirt like just regular friends yeah got you the shirt i just like it yeah sometimes i'll get people stuff but but it, it's just how it was raised i think just yeah i don't Persian but it doesn't shit. i that's fine people are different i got Bijan a shirt in japan that it took me forever to get it to, it's just for me love is straight up like i like to feel it yeah i don't need you to say it all the time that's fine if you do but, but feel how do you feel it oh just um you know when someone i think i think love you you can be nice to everybody but i think it's just differentiating how they treat you you can feel that it's like there's a certain amount of energy that i'm only giving to you or yeah there's of, an i that, I, that I, I as much as i ask it it is i do know that it's like an element right you can you know when someone loves you and they don't have to speak and that's fine you can feel it it's like I, heat exactly i love it's good 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 um, I love affection. Affection's great. I really hate hand-holding. Uh, I think it's a sensory No, issues. I get it. I I, like it's it. annoying to people. I want to hold arm. Uh, I had a girlfriend one time, hmm. or a girl I was dating, who would hold me by like the scruff of the Weird. elbow. Weird. Elbow One fat? of the greats. That's so a funny. A great feeling to me. Ooh. Like a, like a kangaroo yeah. and a papoose. Um, papoose? Remy Ma? What's going on? Papoose is a... <laughs> That's a, isn't that the thing that not papoose, the rapper. The rapper's named no. after the kangaroo. I think patch. it's a papoose. <laughs> this is actually papoose, worth looking at. This papoose. Is... Yeah, it's papoosing the, around it's the, it's in my the... mama kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, the kangaroo or pas- papoose style baby. Yeah, it's oh. it's like the pouch. Will you say no? Yeah, you can't. You literally just type it in and let us do the work. Read that. Uh, what does that say? Uh, a child. <laughs> mm, there's a papoose. There's something with kangaroos. It's a joey. I don't know what the fuck you're talking oh about. Oh my god! It's a Wait, joey. papoose. So funny. Um, so I really now at this point in my life, I like to feel your love. I want to feel like you want to be around me, you want to have sex with me, you are a good listener. Obviously that goes both ways. I'm just saying what I want to feel, but also autonomy. Mm-hmm. And not like autonomy That's, to yeah. me is the number Take my one. Word for it. Dude, I don't want to have to tell you 10 times I'm not mad at you. I will tell you I'm a straight shooter. Don't like you don't need to constantly be all over me. Like let me breathe. Let's come together and have fun. I don't want it to be a 
requirement that I do this thing for you or that you do this thing for me, do the thing. Cause that means you're my girlfriend. It's like, or just go to your friend's party. Like, yeah. go have fun. You don't need me here. I wasn't there when you were born. And that's the conflict of love languages. It's like, well, if you're, if my love language is touch and yours is acts of service, then I'm like, fuck, I got to fucking, what do I got to pick up a cake? Please. <laughs> no, I know. I, you, and it means so much to you. The funny and thing it's is- legitimate. And just as, you know, like. Or I want to hold hands. You're like, it's fucking icky to me. And I'm like, I. But I find this- a thing, you know, like to me, it's also like, let's say we are dating and I don't love this sort of shit and you don't love acts of service because you're like, why the fuck am I doing this? If we go out and you pay, here, act of service. Boom. Oh, then I got you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a low maintenance love language person. And then I would just, if I mean you were dating, I'd be like, all right, well, I'll just step it up if that's what you want. I mean. I'm really easy. Like yes, I guess want? it's it's how much of what your partner is or sh- can be, how much of that should be premeditated on their part. Meaning, how much of it should be natural, and if can you learn to enjoy someone else's love language, even if it's not yours? Because I don't think I would ever. No, I would never get to a place where I want to pick up cake. No, that's fine. Pick it's up not the about, cake. I just pick up the bill and you're good. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's not always this thing in your mind. But I think as long as, you know, the hangout and the connection is strong, like I feel like the love languages will adjust to a certain degree and some don't adjust and then you talk about it and some do adjust. Like I think the love language could be really strong and your connection could be weak and then we wouldn't be talking. You know what I mean? We could both like acts of service and both like physical touch, but then like both have compatibility issues still. Yeah. So I think it's like not the right thing to concentrate on. I realized recently with women, you, I mean, it's still, it's an old thing of like foreplay starts at dinner or whatever, yeah. or like when you pick her up or whatever. But I realized that how much present energy does for women, mm. like real fucking Mm. take you down to Chinatown <laughs> right like re- that's it you don't you almost have to it's almost like putting a woman in a trance of attention to the to where they it's they it'll make you more sexual but it also it's invaluable right it's in it's you cannot put it I, I, I don't think there are many women whose love language isn't attention or time yeah um I've been you. Who needs who needs me to go um, rent a uh, 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 karaoke system for <laughs> the party? So, I actually have a portable one. So you don't need it. I don't need it. All right, that ends part one of Neil and Bianca fall very much in love. Fun time, good time. She worth hold, doing she holds you by your elbow fat elbow fat toe i don't mind <laughs> um worth doing for so anyone D- worth doing for any friend right i think um and i think with a girlfriend or boyfriend i think it would be great because it is right you get to know very it. direct yeah and it probably should you rem- like forget about and then there's stuff about your dad that i didn't didn't yeah. know 
I didn't know. Or, yeah. Or so. even the letter. That was very Oh, helpful. that's fucking... That's cr- I mean, that's fucking... Very rarely do you get to see someone's rosebud. Yeah. That's actually the sled. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the fucking sled. Uh, that I had my mom, like, laminated probably yeah. 10, 15 years ago. That's so funny. I remember at one point, Whitney was like, you have to throw that away. No. <laughs> like, no, it's yeah. too fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, it's too funny to not have that's around your so house. so funny. That um, all right, very good. God bless. See you next time. Bye. We don't have to take the shit. Oh, yeah. We don't have to take the shit. Bye.